Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything, number 206. This is the NCAA Tournament Sweet 16 Gambling Picks edition of the show. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. Chris, how's everything going today? You seem like a busy person. Uh, it's been a busy day, but it's been a very productive day. A profitable well, day for the business. That's good. The profitable is good. Profitable, profitable is good. It's been a little crazy here as well. So uh, let's go on and jump into uh, what we've got to look at over this evening and tomorrow. Right. So tonight, 6.07 p.m. on CBS, we've got Nevada minus one against Loyola Chicago. There's a total of 144 on that game. Uh, at 6.37 p.m. Central Time on TBS, we've got Texas A&M and Michigan. Michigan, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Total is 137 on that. Uh, at 8.37 p.m., we have Kentucky, uh, a five-point favorite over Kansas State on CBS. That is a 137 total. And then we have the highest total of the evening, which is Gonzaga minus six over Florida State. The total is 135. Or sorry, 153.5 on TBS. That is tonight's games. We'll get into Friday night's games after we talk about these. So, uh, Chris, you want to start off with the uh, the first one, the 6.07 p.m. Loyola Chicago and Nevada? The story about Loyola Chicago has been great, unbelievable. Look, what they're doing in Nevada, all of those veteran guys that are older, college transfer guys – um, hadn't played together for a while, but they are really athletic. I, I think I'm going to go Nevada. You know, so I thought about that earlier, right? And it makes all the sense in the world. But I don't think that I'm going to roll that direction. Okay. I, I think there are too many national pundits that are all over this. Look, Nevada likes to get up and down the floor, right? Their, uh, their pace of play is like 104 That's in right. the country. They like want to be in fast. the 70s. Loyola Chicago, their pace of play is 319th. They've done this to two teams that are more talented than they are. Nevada's been down double digits. They were down 14 to Texas, and it took overtime to get by them. I, I, they were, were down 22 to Cincinnati. We're going to disagree with that. We're going to disagree with one of them. They, are, they were – Miami was not more talented than them. Miami is just not – You don't think Miami was Miami's more talented than Loyola school. Chicago? No, these kids at Loyola can play. They, yeah, but Miami's got more – they got five stars and four stars, and those, they were missing one guy. Those guys were rated five stars and four stars. They weren't that great. Miami's not a great team this year. They're just not. I can understand that. That's why as everybody far as actual picked that pure as an talent upset. goes. Everybody picked that as an upset. Everybody because, picked it because Brown is out, right? Yeah. Like, that's why everybody picked it. Yeah. So, that you know, and look, well – it's an evenly matched game. It's a one-point line. I'm yeah, that's for the biggest thing. Fun right? game, but I just I like veteran players. I like older, more established players, um, and uh, and I like what they're doing in Nevada. I can totally understand that. So we'll disagree on that one because I've got Loyola plus the one. All right. So I like Loyola to win that one. Um, let's move on to the six thirty-seven game that is Texas A&M and Michigan. Uh, that one's on TBS, and Michigan is a three – what is it, three or is it two and a half now? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. All right, so it opened up. It was like a four-point line, and it has dropped all the way down to two and a half. Um, look, I got to tell you, I think we're probably going to disagree on this one too. Okay. I love I love Texas A&M here. 
No, we're not. I think it. Oh, we're not disagreeing. No. Okay. See, this scares me because I feel like a lot of people have been on this. Well, the fact that the line has moved that much does scare me. Yeah. I didn't know about but, the line movement. But I, I'm I'm gonna take it on the money line. So I think Texas oh, A&M yeah, wins this ball game. Yeah. Like there is there's something wrong with Michigan right now, and I know. Like, look, they played completely uninspired against Montana and got out of there. They did not look good against Houston. Houston should have won that ball game, and missed a few free throws, gave up a lucky three-point shot at the buzzer where the kid had a hand in his face, shot it from basically half court, and just flung it in the air. All you right. know, like, I, I, so, I don't understand. So this was a stat that was on Golick and Wingo this morning. Somebody okay. pointed out that a team that wins on a buzzer beater in this tournament has never won the next game. Ah, man, is that right? They guess on a buzzer but, beater, like, to end the game. To end the game? Well, that's a buzzer beater. If the other okay. team gets but, a no, possession, that makes sense. then it doesn't count. If the other I guess that makes sense. because it does I, not count. If it well, I was thinking about Loyola-Chicago. Loyola-Chicago against they brought that but there up. Was point they brought four up that. another game. There were two games where there was like point four seconds and point six seconds left on the clock. If it's point three or more, you got a shot at taking another shot. So it doesn't count as a That's buzzer beater. It didn't in the game. Okay. Okay. In the history I like of this that tournament, track. never ever his team ever won on a buzzer beater and won the next week. Now, when I heard that, That's not I why I like this. I got money on A&M. Well, I like A&M, too. They're really athletic. <laughs> we, you and I talked about this uh, Monday um, when we did the NCAA tournament. I guess it came out yesterday. Uh, yeah. About how A&M had guys suspended. They had guys hurt in the middle of the season. They They're as healthy as they've been all year. That's right. They underperformed as to who this team really was. And yes. now they are clicking on every cylinder. Yes. They're doing what Kentucky has done in years past where they kind of get into the tournament all ho-hum, but now they're all healthy and all together. And and they are firing. Yeah. They're firing on all good. cylinders. That's right. I, I see – and Michigan has struggled two games back, not just a buzzer beater, but two games back-to-back. It took all they had. I know they've had a week off to prepare and all, so it doesn't matter. I think this A&M team is just crazy athletic. I, I agree. Now, week what, number two, what scare I me usually a bit. go with the most athletic team. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, which is why. All right, so we'll move on to the next game. Okay. Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky minus five against Kansas State. I got Look, I'll tell you this. Half, I, I don't care about the half. You got to, all right, well, I'll tell you this. Alan Boston, Vegas wise guy, he was on with Chris Vernon earlier today. He loves Kansas State in this spot. He thinks that Bruce Weber is a better coach than John Calipari as far as X's and O's goes. I don't think it matters. I think Kentucky's got way better players. I don't think Kansas State is great this year. Look, they it took them shooting the running lights out against Creighton to win that game, and then they got lucky against the 16 seed, and they had to win 50 to 43. And I understand that it's difficult to come into a game when you're not expecting to be the favorite, right? Because you expect to be the underdog in the second round when you're a nine seed, but but to come in as a favorite, it even still they looked awful, absolutely awful. I think Kentucky runs them out of the gym. I'm taking Kentucky minus five. Me too. I got five and a half. I'm taking a five and a half. And we could be wrong on this, but I'm telling you, the hatred for Cal is what? just ridiculous. Yeah. 
People who say, oh, Look, Cal is 6-0 and in the Sweet 16. All he does is get NBA players, but he can't coach a lick. You're just, you're just wrong. You, you cannot be this yep. good this long for, for decades. Three different teams he's taken to, to Final Four. I mean, you can't do that and say, well, the guy can't coach. It's just wrong. Oh, I agree. I agree. He look. He is six and zero at Kentucky in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good stat. It's a pretty telling stat. Uh, you know, Atlanta is going to be filled with Kentucky fans. Oh yeah, now he's going. Home. He's leaving Boise. Yeah, and now he's going. Home. And going now home. He's going to his house. <laughs> I love it. All right, so there wasn't a whole lot to get to on that one. Um, let's talk about Florida State and Gonzaga. Gonzaga is a six-point favorite. Uh, are we hitting on – we hadn't hit on any of these totals. I don't think it necessarily matters. I, I have I have not bet any totals in, in college at all. Neither have I. So, that, that's I, I did the same thing. I'm going straight against the spread on this. Yeah. Uh, tell me your pick first, and I'm just going to see where we fall on this. I'm going with the team that I think is far more athletic. I'm going with Florida State. I, I, we I are got dead on six. on all of these. Yeah, I got them at plus six, but I I have this Gonzaga team not being very good. Like I had Missouri beating Florida State, but I, I but I had this run with Missouri doing the exact same thing Florida State's doing. I think yes. Missouri was more athletic than Xavier. I think Florida State was absolutely more athletic than them. I think Missouri's more athletic than Gonzaga. Florida State beat them. I think Florida State's going to make the same run Missouri was going to make. I just do. I'll, I'll tell you this. Gonzaga's style of play plays right into what Florida State likes to do, right? They are not the smartest team in the world. They can go on cold spells where they're not shooting great. They need transition buckets, all that. They've got athletes that can fly up and down the floor. And I don't know that they're going to win the game. I think they will keep it within the six. And, yes, they could absolutely win this game. Gonzaga plays a seven-man rotation. Florida State plays eleven guys. That's it. All they of play them. Everybody. Are, everybody. Yeah, they are all crazy athletic, crazy good. And if you are letting them get out in transition, look, they're going to be able to do something in this ball game. So I'm all over Florida State plus six in this. Same. Uh, I think I think it's going to be an interesting night of basketball. I mean, this it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So and, and you if you really, ask uh, me what game I feel the best about, that's the one. Yeah, tell me that. Oh, yeah. Florida State. Yeah, and it's just because I think they're going to – I actually, I'm going to play Florida State on the money line. I think they're going to win the game. I think they're the better team. Um, I, I, what Gonzaga did last year was pretty special. Brought a lot of those guys back. This is not the same team as last year. This is not. Oh, no, I agree. They're I don't I think they were overrated stars. as a two-seed. They shouldn't have been a two-seed. Like, they just – it is what it is. I can't complain. Well, no, Gonzaga's a Gonzaga's a four seed. Four seed. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't that's... think they're overrated as a four. No, they're probably. Like, I think right. I think they're fine. But so they're they're like number seven at Ken Palm. Like yeah, they, they just look. It, they it on on efficiency, like they are, they're great, right? But when you're play. only playing seven guys, well, that's that's what I'm saying, right? How great like, they have really. Well, they, they, haven't, games. Sure. they haven't had a one-possession game, like a, a game that came down to the final possession, since the middle of January. They haven't played anybody with two players as good as Florida State has on the team. Oh, agreed. And Florida State, like you said, Florida State's got eight of them, okay? And they're going to play 11 dudes. 
playing 11 guys compared to Gonzaga's seven. Um, normally, I would say that the fact that they're playing in Los Angeles would favor Gonzaga, but this tournament location has mattered for nothing. Yeah, I don't care where these people play. I just don't. I can uh, I can understand it. I can understand. You ready to get into Friday night's games? Till tomorrow. Let's do Friday. All right, so reminder, everybody go to mybookie.ag. Uh, sign up, promo code WCE50. If you got an expired coupon, expired promo code thing last week, Apparently, that was a mistake. It should be working now. Everything should be fine. I don't know what went on with that, but we had some people tell us that uh, that, that did not work. So it works now. 50% deposit bonus, mybookie.ag. Go get your bets in for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight this weekend. Knock that thing out. Also, go check out winningcureseverything.com. You can click on to mybookie.ag from there as well. So winningcureseverything.com. Uh, also, Make sure and subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Google Play, and right here on Facebook Live. Share so, let let Yes, shout out, baby. Let's go. All right, Friday. Friday night's games. I'm going to run through all of them, and then we will jump into our likes. 6.07 p.m. on CBS, we've got Clemson against Kansas. Kansas is a five-point favorite. Total is 142.5 at 6.27 p.m., on TBS, you've got number one Villanova, a four-and-a-half-point favorite over West Virginia. Total is 152.5. 8.37 p.m. on CBS, you've got Duke minus 11-and-a-half over Syracuse. Total is 133.5. That's a, that's a low total. And then at 8.57 p.m. on TBS, you have Purdue minus one-and-a-half over Texas Tech. Total of 137.5. Chris, you want to start out with uh, with Kansas and Clemson here? This is the most boring game of the weekend to me. Um, but I'm going to take Kansas. Clemson, Clemson beat up on two bad teams, and I don't know that. I agree with that. I, now I will I'm tell not you this: it, with Kansas, I'm not impressed tell, with Kansas at all. No, 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 I'm not either. I'm not either. But I, I want you to look at this: Clemson's defensive efficiency for the year. They are number seven in the country in defense. Number seven, I don't think it matters, though. I don't think that their defense is what caused Auburn what, what to look as bad as they did last against week. Auburn was not the reason Auburn scored 30, okay? No, it's, it's the same thing that happened against Alabama for Auburn. Yeah. Like, when they lost their big guy, they, I mean, they almost got beat by Charleston. And Charleston is, is not that good of a team. So, you know, I don't think that it was necessarily Clemson playing out of their minds, although they did shoot the running lights out. I think it was just Auburn not being able to shoot the basketball. Yeah. I've got this game at five, Kansas, and I'm, I'm going to lay the five. I'm laying the five, too. Bill Self is seven and two uh, in the Sweet 16 straight up. And, it, look, this is not where Kansas normally gets beat, right? Nope. They they get beat in the Elite Eight or they get beat opening weekend. Now, if it. they were playing one of these other teams that they just happened to match up against, I would take those – I'd take a lot of these teams over Kansas this weekend. Oh yeah, I agree. But they're not. I agree. They're not. They they got a good draw, and there's they're going to run it another another day. All right, next game up, we've got West Virginia against Villanova. Villanova a five point favorite. I think it's down to four and a half now. Uh, but I got it at five. I got it at five. Literally three minutes before we started. I like West Virginia here. 
I don't have a real reason other than I just don't believe that Villanova can continue to shoot the way that they – listen, they hit 14 threes and shot almost 60% from three in their first game against Radford, and then they hit 17 threes against Alabama. And most of those came in the second half. I think they hit six in the first half and then 11 in the second half. Uh, 41 of their 63 shots against Alabama were from the three-point line. I don't think West Virginia is going to let you get off like that. And it, it all depends on how this game is called. I really like West Virginia here, though. I think that their defense will step up and force Villanova to do stuff that they don't like to do. And I don't think they'll be able to get transition baskets as easily. Um, I like I like Press Virginia here. I like them uh, plus five. I like West Virginia, too. What was the over-under again? The total on that game is 152.5. I would take the so under. So you're looking at about 76 per team. I would take the under in that if I had to make a bet on that, too. I, 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 I don't think West that. Virginia is going to let Villanova do what they've done the last two games. Um, and, 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 you know, Nova might win this game, but I think it's going to be close. I think this is going to be a last possession game. The only way this gets out of Huggy Bear's hands is if the game ends up a lot like uh, the Kansas game did where West Virginia shot two free throws and Kansas shot like 23 or 24. <laughs> 30, 35. Like, yeah. Like something <laughs> seen. That's the yes. only way this game gets out of hand. And I don't think I agree. it's going to happen. I just don't see the officials doing that. Those are a Big 12 officiating crew that had vested interest in Kansas being a one seed. So. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, let's roll on to the next one. Syracuse and Duke total is 133.5. That is a low score. And uh and Duke is an eleven and a half point favorite. Big no. I'll go on yeah, I'll go on and tell you this. I don't really like this game. I'm probably not gonna put anything on this one. But if I had to take it, I'm gonna take Duke all day. I love Duke in this spot. Twelve look Bayheim taught Shashesky. What like how his zone works, and it already worked once this year. Duke's already beaten them by sixteen earlier in the year. They beat them sixty to forty four. What is so? Turn- yeah, so let, lots of turn. And, and look, if both of them are playing zone, which one do you take to make threes? We're not denying any of that. I just don't like laying twelve points in a tournament game. I just don't. Well, see, you would you would normally say that, but I mean, Duke beat both teams in the first round. Like a drum, beat them by 20, 25. Talking about a 15 seed and and whoever the hell else the other team was. Rhode Island. Yeah, okay. We're not talking about anything special here, all right? Yeah, but if you can hold Syracuse to 44 like they did the last time. This is a regular season game, not a tournament game. All right, so you're taking Syracuse plus 11. Syracuse plus points. Taking Syracuse and points. I'm not late at the Sweet 16 level. I'm not laying double digits to anybody. Man, I don't know. I think Duke is that good. Not one person. I do, too. I I think they have a great shot at winning this whole thing. I'm not laying double digits to anybody. And the fact that him and Bayheim are close, I think Bayheim knows him just as well as he knows Bayheim. You do have a point there. They've only played once this year. Some of these ACC teams played three times. Uh, This bunch only played once. And, and, and that and does make it. It wasn't good in the regular season. They just weren't. That's why they were a play-in team to get in this thing. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right, let's uh, let's roll on to the last game. Purdue minus one and a half against Texas Tech. So this one is uh, let's see, eight fifty-seven p.m. Central on TBS. Over under is one thirty-seven point five. That's another low total. How you feeling here? I, I want to see what you take on this before I give you mine. I have I have bought in hook, line, and sinker on the Texas Tech guys. They're just really crazy athletic. They are more impressive than I thought they were. Because I, I didn't watch a lot of regular season basketball. I watched them in the Big 12 tournament. They got knocked okay. out. And, and, you know, it is what it is. I didn't see a lot. Man, these first couple of games, I'm, I'm telling you, the the Texas Tech, who they beat last week? Uh, Florida. Florida. Texas Tech-Florida game, one of the most exciting games I've ever watched in my life. That, oh, absolutely. Unbelievable. And they – they made shots when they need to make shots. They got to the basket every time they wanted to. Um, just that team impressed me. I'm taking Well, they won by what, three? Yeah, they, yeah, they barely won. I mean, it was a close game. But and I, I think it, Purdue is a lot better than Florida. Okay, so, you might right. But Purdue's got injury. They, they're a bunch of white guys. You know, that they're, talking about him, they're talking about him possibly coming back for this game. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. What, what's happening is they're in engineering school, a bunch of smart kids. They're trying to engineer at the school a brace so he could play. You can't, can't make a bunch of college kid engineers and them create something <laughs> in a week, okay? This is not happening. I can understand that. I can understand that. Look, I'm going the opposite of you on this. I like okay. Purdue minus one and a half here. The line is low. People have bought into Texas Tech. They like the defense, all this. The last time these two met up, Chris Beard – was the coach at Arkansas Little Rock. This was two years ago, and they upset Purdue in the first game of the NCAA tournament. You remember that game? Yeah. So hit a buzzer beater to knock Purdue out. You got to think automatically, right, well, he's at Texas Tech. He's got better players now. Look, I think Matt Painter remembers that crap. I think that he has played teams like this. Doesn't matter. They will score. They will be efficient on offense, and Texas Tech is not used to that. I don't think they've played anybody like Purdue this year, and I think Purdue will be able to score on them, not at will, but they'll be able to put up enough points to cover the one and a half. I'll, you take the smart kids, and I'll take the rough ones. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so so let's go on and do a little bracket because we're not going to talk again before the Elite Eight. Okay. Um, who have you got? Have you got Kentucky? Give me the – I just picked all the games, but I don't know what the bracket looks like. So give me – if I've got Kentucky and I've got Nevada playing, I would take is that is that in the same bracket? Yeah. Okay. That you're gonna have to tell me the two teams that I would clash with. Sorry. So the um, Nevada take, and Kentucky. I would take Kentucky. I would take Kentucky to All right, so you've got All right. Now you had A and M and Florida State? Uh yes. I had A and M and Florida State. Um God, I really want to take A&M. I know, I know, all SEC guys just aren't going to make it, but they're they're clicking. It'd be interesting. They're just It'd clicking. definitely be interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go with A&M. I'm going to go with the team right. that I think is a better team. All right, so you've got A&M and Kentucky. I've got Kentucky in the top half over there in the South Regional. In the West, I'm going to take Gonzaga. Uh, I like A&M to win against Michigan. I like Gonzaga to beat Florida State. I like Gonzaga to beat A&M. In Los Angeles. Right. Uh, let's move on to the Friday night portion of the bracket. Uh, we both like Kansas. 
So Kansas would have to play. Now you took Syracuse in With the points. points. Oh no, Duke is going to win that game, and Duke okay. beat the hell out of Kansas. I don't right, know what we both agree on that. It's going to be if it's not double digits, I will be taking Duke against Kansas. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Uh, so we've got Duke in the Final Four. We've got Kentucky in the Final Four, and you have A and M, and I have Gonzaga. Uh, next one, Villanova or West Virginia? Which one do you like here? Oh, God. Just straight up. This is the one that I don't. I, I know. I mean, I got West Virginia with the points. I got the same thing. I'm probably going to go Villanova to win it. Now, and you like Texas Tech. And I like Texas Tech to win the damn game. All right, so Texas Tech and Villanova, who are you taking on that one? I would have Villanova beating them. All right, I've got I really want to go West Virginia and West Virginia. That's what I want to do. You give me Huggy Everybody Bear. Everybody wants Huggy Bear in the, the final, final four. four. I, well, you're a real college basketball fan. You've been watching this stuff for a long time. That guy's yeah. – he's, and he's oh, a I, great college basketball coach. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, look, I will take – I'm going to take Purdue to the Final Four there. I'm going to take West Virginia to upset Villanova. I'm going to take Purdue to beat Texas Tech, and I'll take Purdue to beat West Virginia. Wow. So Purdue in the Final Four, because I think Matt Painter is due as well, right? And I think this is, this is a good spot for him. Everybody's writing him off because Isaac Haas is out. I ain't buying into that. Um, and then we both have Duke. So – yeah, I mean, we got our final four right there. We got our picks. Remember, go to the website, winningcureseverything.com. Buddy, I think that's going to wrap us up for today. See ya. All right, be good, my friend. We will talk to you guys later, winningcureseverything.com. Subscribe to the podcast. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at Winning Cures. You can follow myself, at Gary WCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time... Have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.